Hey, how's it going? Xander Fryer, best-selling author and CEO and founder of High Impact Coaching here. And you are listening to the High Impact Coaching Podcast, the podcast for coaches by coaches and designed to help coaches build and scale profitable coaching businesses so that they can get to the people around the world that really need them. On this podcast, you're going to have everything from tactics, live tactics and strategies. You're going to have motivational content. You're going to have interviews with the top experts in the world in different spaces to help you grow and scale your business and get to the thousands of people that need you. It's our belief that coaches are at the front of the spear when it comes to world change. And we want to make sure that you have all the resources that you need to get to the people that really need you. So that being said, if you need our help in any way, shape or form, feel free to go to Zan xanderfryer.com. We've got tons of other resources and support at xanderfryer.com. If you want to join our free Facebook community with thousands of other six-figure, multiple six-figure, and seven-figure coaches, you can go to xanderfryer.com forward slash FB group. And if you're interested in getting our help in the short term, coaching you one-on-one or mentoring you one-on-one to scale your coaching business to six figures in the next 90 days or taking it to seven figures over the next 12 months, go ahead and check out a couple of our programs at xanderfryer.com forward slash programs and feel free to set up a quick 15-minute call with our team to see what we can dig into, find what's not working in your business, and see how we can help you scale to that next level. Other than that, I'll see you in the next episode. Friends, family, coaches of all ages and niches, I am Hannah Hermanson. If we haven't gotten to meet before, I am our lead success coach with our Accelerator Mastermind, which is our year-long program that helps coaches not just start, but scale their business to reach the masses and the income and the impact and the freedom that the coaches in our program are looking for. And today I am bringing Miss Lindsay Cortez, over to chat with you. She's someone that has been working with us for more than a year to achieve those exact things. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Lindsay. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I were in an elevator with you and we didn't know each other, what would you tell me that you do? Give us the quick elevator pitch. <laughs> I help athletes overcome disordered eating and use food as fuel to perform at their highest level. I definitely specialize in female athletes where kind of eating and nutrition is super important for their performance, but also can quickly lead down the path of um, restrictive dieting that actually hurts them, not only as athletes, but as human beings too. So we really work on the nutrition piece as well as the mindset piece. Um, I have a little slogan that I help uh, girls become fierce, fit, and fueled athletes. Yes. Amazing. It's such um, life-saving and transformational work that you do. Um, and you're able to say that really concisely now, right? You help female athletes fuel and feel their best. Mm-hmm. Uh, but tell us a little bit about where you were at, you know, a year or two ago, kind of coming to HIC. Where was your business and offer at then? Okay. So I've, I'm a registered dietitian and specifically a sports dietitian. So I think when I came to HIC, I was really just like, kind of, I didn't have that message that I just said so eloquently. Um, I was just like, I help athletes and I can help any athlete. Um, and so what high impact coaching helped me do was really narrow that down. Cause I, I thought that I was a, a niche already. I thought that helping athletes was a niche, you know, I'm not just a dietitian. I'm a dietitian for athletes, but I did have to get more specific because I was, you know, I could work with the football player who wants to gain weight or the cross country runner, um, who's scared of eating pasta. Right. So I think that's the first thing that really 
I did with high impact coaching was narrow that down even more. I already thought I had a, a niche and I had to niche down even more. Um, but where I was when I first started too was I was also frustrated because I'm like, I am a registered dietitian. I have a credential. I had a very successful career and yet I was six months into starting my own thing and I was broke and I had no clients. Yeah. Why aren't they just lining up at my elevator door? Like, come on in. Yeah. I can do anything. Right. Yeah. And I had a lot of, and this is no offense to the people who are health coaches who don't necessarily have a credential because I respect the heck out of you guys. But back at that time, I had a lot of resentment hmm. towards the nutrition. Yeah. I had a lot of resentment and I had, I had to get off my dang pedestal. I had to get off my pedestal and be like, you know what? They're helping people and they're doing it. And I'm not, I'm not yeah. doing it. Yeah. Well, this is so huge. And you're not the only person that I've heard this from. Um, it's not the, I, I hear this probably three times a week from clients, you know, who are just starting out or who are really experienced in their niche, in their practice, but they're not great marketers. And I think this is what, yeah, this is what we have to realize. If we want to be entrepreneurs and have a successful coaching business, we can't just focus on our art. We also have to focus on the business side of things. Um, and I definitely watched you blossom into a great marketer and salesperson, um, which is not something that you got in those programs or in your education or in your credentials, right? Totally. No. And I definitely think I still have work to do in my marketing, but sales, I love my sales calls. Yeah. I can't believe it. I love them. I love my sales calls. So, and I, yeah, I would say I'm good at it. I've been tracking my numbers. I'm like, I'm always around 30%. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Tell us a little bit more about where your business is at now and what those numbers look like today. Yeah. So I think I'm on a, I'm on month six or seven of uh, being over 10 K, which was, you know, when I started high impact coaching, that was my goal. That was my um, business plan was like, I'm so happy and grateful that I'm finally making 10 K a month doing exactly what I love. That was what I said every morning when I woke up and, and yeah. here I am, I am. So that's where I'm at, but also, um, continuing to grow because now I'm like, wait, I can make more than that. Wait, I can have <laughs> more. And, and it's not even about for me, me and Hannah, I've talked about this so many times. Um, yeah, money is important and, and I love money, but it's the impact. I'm like, okay, if I'm making 10 K a month, that means I'm only helping three or four clients a month. Right. I need to help more people. These people, yeah. these girls need me, these clients need me. And, um, so I'm in the phase now of building my team as well, right. um, because the way that I do have my services and programs set up and we can kind of talk about this a little bit, but, um, one-on-ones are still pretty important with my clients. And so they're at some point there kind of is a max as to how many I can take on. So I need to build my team. I need other dietitians and other coaches working with me to take on more clients and have more impact. Yeah. I, I want to know if you're watching this live on Facebook or other platforms, like if you're resonating with Lindsay, when she talks about like, yeah, the money is nice and helpful, but like I am on a mission to help people to save lives, to reach the masses. Mm -hmm. um, and the truth is your income is just a reflection of your impact, right? If you can impact 10 people at a, you know, $3,000 level of energy and support. Um, that's great. But now Lindsay, like you're saying, you also realize like, dang, more people need this. Um, and so yeah. I, so you're starting to step out of your comfort zone of just doing one-on-ones and being the Lindsay show and now yeah. growing your team so that you can continue uh, to help more people. 
Yeah. And I want to talk specifically, you know, about the inside of your business, because it's not the typical coaching business where you're helping adults, you know, like you mentioned health coaches, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of health coaches help adults lose 50 pounds or, you know, beat diabetes, but you're helping teens um, with, you know, get collegiate scholarships or overcome eating disorders in their teens. And what I love about what you've been able to do in the program is take what we teach around like health coach, help adults, and you make, you Lindsay-fy it (laughs) and make, you know, some of these tools and practices work for your audience, um, an audience that I think a lot of people are afraid of because how do I talk to a teenager? They don't have that much money, all these objections that can come up when you think outside the box of like, you know, helping a CEO or helping a business owner achieve something in your program. So I'm curious um, what that experience was like for you, you know, taking some of these tools in the program and then adapting it for your personality and your offer. Um, What, what was that process like for you? Yeah. Yeah. So my ideal client is between age 15 and 30 with probably most of them being the high school and college age. And um, so I think in the beginning I was really like, okay, do I market to the, to the client or do I market to the parents? Um, and I wasn't really sure where to go and I've, it kind of just happened organically, but the answer is actually market to the client because, um, the parents that come direct to me are, are kind of already, I don't want to say already sold on me, but they're like, if my daughter is already connecting with you, yes, I'll put my money into it because in the population I work with too, there's a good chance that their parents have been looking for the right help and haven't had the right fit. So, um, or they've invested in other dietitians or therapists. And so I, I do market to my actual client. I market to the 15 year old, um, yeah. which is, you know, unique. And I, I do my clarity call, I'll hop on a clarity call with, you know, 15 year old. I have DMs with 16 year olds. And so you do have to kind of be, you know, proceed with caution, but it's so important to build that relationship with them because that, that is their client. And then, you know, eventually when I do hop on a, a a perfect consultation call with the parent there too. Like we talk about how important it is for this teenager to take ownership of this program. And so it's so important that I started that relationship with them from the beginning. Um, And so some of the systems that I've had to adjust really in some ways, um, in some ways I kind of just have to do double work (laughs) because I should be charging more, but like, I don't have, I don't have one client for, for each client. I have two. I have, or three, depending on how many parents are involved. I have the client and then I have a parent or two. Um, so I'll, I'll hop on a clarity call with, with the client, with this young uh, girl or young athlete. And then I have to on the clarity call, you know, ask the question, like, do your parents know, or do you have anybody else in your life that, you know, knows that you're looking for help with this? And if they say, yeah, my mom knows, then I, you know, proceed with, okay, let's set up the perfect consultation with them as well. But half of my clarity calls, they say, no, my parents have no clue. Mm. I have no clue that they're struggling with this. Mm. And I have to kind of be that mediator. And I've had to have patience. Like my, my time from clarity call to consultation call, it might not be the one or two day turnaround because I'm doing a little bit of, okay, I'm going to like, I've, I created a video about how to talk to your parents if you need help. Yeah. Right. So I send them that resource and then I follow up with them a day later. Did you have that conversation? How did it go? Mm -hmm. Um, I might even be sending a text message to a parent saying like, Hey, just so you know, like 
I'm Lindsay. I'm a real person. Here's my website. Talk to your daughter through Instagram. I'm not some sketchy Instagram person. Like I'm real and I have to show them my authority yeah. um, and make sure that they, I'm somebody they trust. Cause they're just like, my daughter just talked to this person on Instagram and hopped on the phone. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it might feel sometimes like you're working double time, but what I hear is that you uh, were in enough action to identify the gaps that you needed to fill. So instead of just going from like, here I am coach, come work with me, come talk to me. You had to figure out, okay, there's a few extra steps that need to happen to get a parent on board. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. And now there might be an objection that comes up. So I'm going to handle that before it becomes a, a problem. And I think that I want all of our coaches listening to hear this, that you can take a framework that's worked for other people that we're teaching you, but once you implement it, you have to be willing to iterate it. Okay. This is not just a copy and paste business in a box thing. If it were that, then this would be no fun, right? The fun of it is figuring out who do I, who do I target, right? Like Lindsay's saying, is it parents or the adolescent or the client? No, I'm going to talk to the client because you know, that's who I connect with. Now I just have to fill in some of these gaps, add some different steps in my sales process to make it work for these families that you end up working with. Huge takeaway there. Yeah, I love how you said that fill in the gaps because again, the, the system of the seed model, connect, engage, and roll, deliver, um, like that works, but I, I'm filling in the gap where, okay, so where do I need to connect with the parents? Um, where do I need to engage there? Like what's missing there? And and here's the thing too, when you are working, if anybody else is interested in working with, with teens or college age, because even though college, they might be 18, 19, but okay, are they financially state, you know, independent, right. right? So it's still important to get that parent on the phone. Um, they have different heaven and hells, right? So I've found that in filling the gap, I'm sometimes like the mediator between uh, the client, the the client and the parent. I, you know, it's an interesting yeah. position, and kind of like the mediator. And that actually continues as I deliver my program as well. So I'm delivering my program to the client, but I'm still kind of mediating things. Yeah. Um, with the, with the parents as well throughout the program. Yeah. And I don't even think this is just for young people. I think that relationship coaches, if you're going to coach the wife, you're going to have to, you know, also work with the husband in some way. If you're working with teams or corporations, then like there's many players that you're going to have to get on board and continue moving through the process. So I love what Lindsay, like, okay, take the seed model. You need to connect, engage, enroll, deliver. You need to hit your numbers, but you also got to pour your secret sauce or your special sauce all over the seed model um, to make sure that your ideal client is on board, their objections are handled, if any, and you help move them through the, um, the process, right? Like you said, even through the program. And yeah. I think this is really the, the CEO mindset, right? The student mindset got you to a certain point where you're certified and you knew the things, but you weren't maybe growing the way you wanted to grow. And this is where the CEO mindset has to take over the student, right? You took the basics and then the CEO is the one who pours that sauce to make it work for you. Um, and I think one of a, gr a great example of you being a CEO more than a student was a, a sales call you had this year that was all sorts of challenge, all sorts of unwritten uh, things happening. You know, there was no playbook for having an international client and parents who didn't speak English. So 
talk to us about that process of just showing up and uh, being the CEO in a difficult sales situation this year. Totally. Sorry if my dog started barking in the background. We just got like a FedEx delivery. Oh, yes. <laughs> The work from home vibe, we all get it. <laughs> yes, yeah, so the dogs are barking during a live uh, Facebook, but yes, so that was definitely, okay, that was, a, I've had two probably like so, such challenging, perfect consultations and really where I did, I was so impressed with myself. Like I went live in the accelerator group and I'm like, I can't believe I just did that, right? And yeah, one of them, when I had a, a 16 year old reach out to me, say I'm connecting with her, I'm engaging with her, she wants to work with me, need to get a parent on the phone, um, the parents don't speak English. Um, and so I'm like, oh my gosh, how do I do this? Um, I had her translate the whole time. So I had, I said something, the girl translated to her mother in Chinese. The mother spoke back in Chinese. She translated it back to me. I was like, I can't like, it just felt so before going into that, I was like, how is this going to work? the systems in place, you do the same thing, you know, you find a way. And so that, that was huge. And yeah, I enrolled her. So that was really, really huge. And, and guess what? I enrolled her into my backend program as well, which required yet another uh, phone call. Translated perfect consultation. I love yeah. it. Yeah. And yeah. I, I had another call recently, if you don't mind me sharing Hannah, she didn't Please. turn into a client yet, but it was another like, okay, I need to take that extra step as a CEO. And it was on a, on a perfect consultation with um, a college athlete. She's 19 and financially independent and there's no parents in the picture. Mm -hmm. And she wants, you know, I've sold her. She wants to work with me. It's just finding a way with the money. And on our consultation call, I walked her through the steps of how to um, apply for a credit card how to set up a GoFundMe. It's like just thinking outside the box because with certain clients um, and those money objections too, it's like, you know, what is it going to take? How can you think outside the box? And she's yeah. not yet a client, but she will be because she's got her GoFundMe page up now. This is a high impact coach, you guys, right? Like you are on such a mission, Lindsay, to help these people who know they need help um, get resourceful, get out of their comfort zone. And, you know, even just in this sales conversation you've had with this individual, look at how much she's learned, look at how much she's moving out of her comfort zone and into transformation. And I think this is why you love sales calls so much because you're not thinking about it as a dollar bill at the end of the phone call, you're thinking about it as part of your mission and saving lives or right? Like helping yeah. these people make a transformation. So talk to us a little bit more about, you know, the sales mindset that you've been able to develop over the years. You said at the beginning, now you love it. Um, yeah. Where do you think that this kind of, you know, embrace of sales is coming from for you right now? Oh my gosh. Well, I don't know. I just continuing to put in the work with, with you guys and, and, and your, you know, great leadership and, and coaching and, you know, Kahal has been huge in, in guiding me on sales, but ultimately just knowing, you know, it's, it's not, it's not about me. It is about Ken. It's, it's about them and it's giving them what they need. And I'm, I'm okay. If my program is not what they need. Okay. I want to have an impact on these people's lives. Meaning that if, if my program is exactly what they need, I will show them a hundred percent confidence that this is exactly what they need. And if it's not like, 
that's okay. I want to help them get what they need, right? So even with this girl who you know isn't a client yet, but because she, she has no money, whether it, the help she needs, whether it's me or anybody else, it comes from probably getting a credit card, right? So like, how can I help this person get what they need? And of course, I, I think that it's working with me, but just really having, I don't know, just really just coming to terms with I'm here to help people get what they need. I'm not here to make money. Yeah. So I'm hearing, so simple, but it took so long to get there. Yeah. 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 I know because I'm hearing 2019 Lindsay in my ear and yeah. other coaches who are newer to this, like really showing up and like, you know, it's not about you. That mindset yeah. um, takes time to build that because yeah. we all have such weird thoughts about money and yeah. A worthiness. Right. So I'm going to just role play with you. Okay. I'm 2019 Lindsay asking you coach Hannah Cahal Zander. Oh God, I have this girl. I know I could help her. She just doesn't have money. Should I just give it to her for free or do it for 200 bucks? Like I, I know I can help her, but she doesn't have the money. What would you say? I would say that you change people's lives and your, your work in this transformational program um, will, is priceless. It is priceless. And so giving away for free actually devalues that. It devalues what you're, how you're going to change their life. Um, and that, quite frankly, for them to recognize that and be ready and be ready for this life-changing transformation, um, they have to be ready to commit as well and do whatever it takes. So, well, that was priceless coach Lindsay 2020. Um, <laughs> and I think that's just so important because, um, you heard that from us before you, you yeah. studied that, like it made a Pinterest quote type of sense to you. Like you got it, but I think it's been in, well, and you correct me if I'm wrong, has it been in taking the action and working with folks who pay you your worth that you've yeah. really come to understand that people who pay, pay attention. Absolutely. People who pay, pay attention. Um, so, and some people will want to do this and they, they still can't. And that's okay because some people will, right? That's your slogan. Some will, some won't. So what someone's waiting. And I think it's that someone's waiting that really resonates with me. There are so many people that I need to reach. And so it like someone's waiting and I need to move on and I need to get that person who's waiting. Yeah. Yeah. Some will, some won't. So what? You've been in action for a good while now and um, you're seeing the rewards in your life. I know you and your husband are starting to make plans that um, are possible because of the sort of freedom and lifestyle that you've been able to build through this business. Um, but also the countless warm fuzzies I know you have on your bulletin board of the, um, the athletes and the individuals that you've helped through your program. So. Yes, thank you for being a leader here and uh, sticking to your mission. I just have one last question, Lindsay, and that is for, you know, we kind of joked about 2019, Lindsay, but yeah. thinking back to where you were a year or just at the beginning of your HIC journey, what do you wish you had known or what would you tell yourself at the beginning of this process? Hannah, you're putting me on the spot. <laughs> um, or if it's easier, coach me. I'm 2019 Lindsay. What should I know? 
okay, there, there's so many things. First is, is to, to trust in high impact coaching. I really feel like everything you have said, even if I've questioned it, or even if I've been like, well, it, that's not going to work for me and my clients or in my business that, you know, it doesn't really apply in, in this context. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. As we started this conversation, it's like the system works, but you can, you can sprinkle it with Lindsay, you know, put your own juice on it. That's fine. But like the system works. So to trust in that, um, I do also want to say to, to have patience. And this is not to say like, take it easy or, you know, don't put in your effort, but to have patience. Um, I am making 10 K a month consistently. Uh, did it happen in eight weeks? No, I enrolled you know, in the launch program. I enrolled a high ticket client uh, right away. So it's like, okay, this works, but it still like takes time to build and gain that confidence. Um, so have patience with that, but like keep hustling. Don't, don't slack there. Uh, the third thing I would say is that um, mindset work that mindset work. I'm, um, on a personal level, like I'm somebody who's always done mindset work. Like I found yoga when I was, you know, 18 and it wasn't for exercise. It was for mental health. I've learned meditation, this and that, but it's like, no mindset over money mindset on how to show up on a coaching call and be a boss mindset on how to, um, delegate work. Like the mindset piece is huge on becoming a business owner and, uh, and a CEO. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I, I love that because it, I see entrepreneurship as the best course in personal development, because like you said, like, okay, cool. I can learn how to love sales. It was a mindset thing, but now you're working on the mindset of like leading a team and scaling yeah. to masses. It's not just like you figured out how to take care of yourself at one level of the game because every level is that different um, need of, of mindset work. So uh, you and I are both running fans. We love to run. I'm surprised you didn't drop the uh, marathon over a sprint of <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> sort of sentiment, but that's yeah. what I'm getting from you. That's what I'm getting from you. Um, yeah. That, yeah, if you're in it, if you're in it for the long haul, then buckle up and uh, be willing to put in the work at every level. Yeah, because marathons aren't easy just because it takes a while, just because it's a marathon, not a sprint doesn't like you, you work your butt off, right? Every day you're training. So, and if you're anything like Lindsay and I, you get to one finish line and then it's like, well, I know there's another one. There's yeah. another challenge. Yeah. There's another level of this that I'm going to go sign up for. And again, that's really what it means to be a high impact coach, to be looking and leaning into that growth and making it your own, pouring your sauce over the systems. So mm -hmm. Lindsay, Thank you so much. Incredible takeaways. I know lots of coaches can um, appreciate here today. If you want more of Lindsay, you can pop into our community. She is a uh, star student or CEO around here. So you can definitely connect with us in our Facebook groups, High Impact Coaching 2.0. All right, Lindsay, thank you so much. Thank you, Hannah. Bye.